Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bienvenue to Le Monde. Nous sommes très heureux d'inviter Raymond Blanc. And for anybody who didn't understand that, hello and welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware and I'm here with my mum. Je suis Lenny. Oh. Et ma, ma, ma jeune fille, Jessie. Oh, is that how we're doing it? Okay, yeah. fine. It's the Lenny show now. Yeah. I like it. Mum, I'm going to rely on you today because we have a Frenchman in the house and this is the perfect time for you to practice your French. Which My you, booze cruise French. Your booze cruise French, which you I so love French. to bring out whenever we cross the channel. The channel. Who have we got on today's show? Aujourd'hui, nous avons le fantastic chef patron de Manoir aux Quatre Saisons. Monsieur Raymond Blanc. Raymond Blanc, everybody. Um, we are really excited to have him. However, Mum, it's been quite stressful, The as per usual, the menu, because this guy is oat cuisine. Oh, he's higher than that. He's more oat. I mean, I was reading that the amount of Michelin-starred chefs that have trained under him. Yeah. I think Heston Blumenthal has. Zillions. Um, 35, I think. I mean, it's mental. A lot of men. I don't see lots of women, so that'd be interesting to see. But I was interested, his whole beginnings. He just started as a waiter in Oxford and then developed a small little restaurant in Oxford and then the fantastic Manoir au Cat Saison, which I've never been to, have you? No. I'd love to go. Maybe he'll invite us. Maybe he will. Um, tell us what's on the menu today. Sur I've had no involvement apart from suggestions. Sur le menu. Oh, Jesus, right. Okay. Today. Merde. Med. Um, Aujourd'hui, um, we have halibut. Mm, your favourite. My very favourite, cooked with morels and wild garlic. But they're not morels, Mum, because you couldn't find morels. Well, they're so they're like exotic mushrooms. mushrooms. But they look like morels. I don't think they do. They do. Morels are little, like they're little. Heavy. Yeah, and they're massive. Okay, so they're, they're exotic. Like, we got shiitakes. No, there's no sh I won't cook the shiitake. Okay. Why are you all so critical when no. you've done fuck all? Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, all right, exotic mushrooms, because I couldn't find morels, with wild garlic, because mm. I know he's a bit of a forager. Yeah, his gardens yeah. are a massive... So he's probably got wild garlic growing out of his ears. Mm. We've had to get ours from Natura. I said, why don't we do something seasonal? Because Raymond loves, from what I've read, to cook seasonally. And I think that's been a thing for him 
forever. I mean, I know every chef likes to Save do that, your but... carbon footprint. Yes. My, of course, my mushrooms came from Korea. Oh. South Korea. I wonder how long they've Bloody hell. Took to, taken to get Okay, here. so they're definitely not morels, Mum. No. They're exotic. exotic mushrooms. Okay. Let's hope it works. Yeah. Do you think I shouldn't do that? I don't know. Have you got but any chestnuts in the... No, I hate those anyway. They're I tasteless. chestnut mushrooms. They're good. They're tasteless. Well... Yeah, so I thought, why don't we do wild gar- garlic? And, and I, I, I sent the message to mum. Mum said, well, <laughs> you made me laugh. What did you say? You, you have st- to go out foraging. Where do you want me to forage? Well, you foraged to... Avocado. Yeah. You're doing a foam. If you may. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> do you think maybe this is silly and we should have just given him chicken soup? Yeah. Never mind. I'm Never sure mind. it would be delicious. Let's hope it works. And then we've asked him to bring the pud. Yeah. Because it felt only right. What do you mean it felt only right? To ask a mission star chef to bring something to eat. So at least we don't have to do the pudding. At least. I'm really excited to hear all about Roman Blanc because he's had such kind of a journey to where he is now and he's one of the most renowned, successful chefs. And watch mum speak my... French to him and for a lot of it and we're just going to have to cut all this stuff my, out my, my friend Tessa texted me this morning and she said don't wear your striped jumper and take the onions off from around your neck and your beret and try not to speak French you're too such much. a francophile yeah I love French what did you used to do I used to smoke gauloise yeah wear a mini pool a little a jumper mini- oh, yeah. in Shetland and sit on the steps of the Tate which is now the Tate Britain and try and meet French boys. Trying to pick up French boys. When I came to London from Manchester. Living the dream. Raymond Blanc coming up on Table Manners. Bienvenue, Raymond. Raymond's come in, he's opened the wine, he's brought gifts for my daughters, um, my daughter and son, um, massive boxes of patisseries. Um, bon santé. And that's actually, you chose the one which doesn't come far from my region. Oh my gosh. It's the Chablis. Okay, and I live about uh, 50 miles from this region. Oh, this is very nice. I want to, I want to know, um, so you grew up in France and food, I've kind of, I've read a bit about you, yeah. about like, b- b- how was it kind of growing up? Who was cooking the meals? Always the mothers. Okay. Always the mothers. The fathers were doing the garden and worked. Uh, and worked. My father was a working class person, not a rich working class person. Uh-huh. Uh, worked in a factory. Mm. Okay. Although he could have been a, a, a great jeweler, but because he could, he could craft gold or bronze mm. or iron so beautifully. He had his skill, but he never tried. He was coming from a working class family, so he never dared to have his own business. Oh. What a shame, is it? He wasn't confident. And I said one day, I will never be like him. I will make my dream happen. Okay, so uh, I lived in a very part, uh, close to Besançon. Oh, between the Jura and Burgundy, yeah. the two one region, not sophisticated places, mm. very earthy, peasant. Okay, my village had about 15 peasants, farmers, but with each of them 15 or 20 cows. And of course, we would do the garden from the age of six. We would work hard yeah. uh, to help my papa to do the garden, okay, to grow the food, to remove the grass from the garden, to, to remove the stone, because every, it was difficult. Whilst my friends were playing football, we were working very hard in the garden. 
growing his food from seeds, from his brown little seeds, mm. you know, and the magic, of course, is in that seed. I learned so much. That's where I learned everything about my philosophy about food, mm. seasonality, the purity, the nobility of ingredients, the organic at all time, mm. okay, no chemicals within the food we would grow. So we'd grow all these foods, and when you saw it, it was all over, you had to harvest it, put it, Top and tail it and give tons of beans to so my mom would apply a simple craft. Okay, and would cook, pickle it, bottle it, preserve it, dry it, you know. And I remember the cellar was a wonderful place to go, a wonderful place to go because the cellar was full of these vegetables which would feed the family all year round. Really? Yeah. We bought very little from outside. It was a proper way. I'm a post war boy, you know. Uh, I come from a family where um, Papa tells me the story. When it's a post-war, when General de Gaulle said, France needs children. So my Papa said, yes, <laughs> yes, mon General, I will give you seven. I will give you seven. So okay. seven, seven of you? Seven. Wow. No, 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 it didn't work out like that. Okay, I will give seven to France and to you, mon General. So he came to my mom, very happy with himself, and he said, uh, uh, Annie, uh, I'm going to, I am going to give the, the, the France and the General de Gaulle seven children. And my mom looked at him and said, no, Maurice, <laughs> I, I, will give you, I will give you five. Okay. <laughs> five, and, 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 and I'm said, Of course, Annie, of course. And then, so we had a, so we had big families at the time. So my mom was an extraordinary cook. And I know it sounds a bit of a cliche, but she was an extraordinary cook. And uh, obviously, uh, I was a minion because the girls were destined to cook. Right, yeah. You know, the it was quite a were, traditional were, role. Well, yeah, so you were outdoors. Role, okay? yeah, right. uh, and myself, I was uh, either you know, uh, peeling the potatoes, chopping things. I was a minion, so to speak, okay? But always observing the skill. I could kill my rabbit from the edge of a seven. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. And peel it and, and remove the art and remove the but lungs. But did, did you feel sad about killing the rabbit? Or did you just no, kind of... No, no, no. It was functional. No, I couldn't do it. I oh, couldn't right. do it. Okay. But it was part of a... a Culture, the, food yeah. culture. We want to go f- fetch everything wild in the forest. So there were birds, there was escargot, where there were frogs. Actually, the frog. Where, where do you find your escargot then? <laughs> oh, so the escargot would grow everywhere. Oh. They would uh, stay buried during the winter and, and, and around May, uh, April, you know, they, they would come out, okay, and, and you could smell them. There were hundreds and hundreds of big, fat birds on the escargot. What do well, they smell this, like? This, well, not slimy, no. but you could smell the very powerful scent of escargot. And they would go around the edges, at the edges of the forest, and would go with a huge bag and, and fill up that bag in about two hours. Wow. Okay, and then we, then after you don't want to know too much. <laughs> I'm feeling faint but already. But I still love escargot. Whereas, I must say, I don't love so much frogs. Although the frogs hunting was really very romantic. Why tell us about because it? Because my papa would would uh, would know when, and it would be full moon. It would be a soft evening, no wind whatsoever, and he knew. He would tell me, Raymond, take a big bag. Okay, we're going to fetch the frogs, and we would go through that full moon, uh, all across the fields. Okay, um, uh, to go to that lake, and and you as you arrived to close to the lake, you could smell. 
the frogs. What do the do? frogs smell like? Oh, it's, uh, like frogs. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I've smelled a frog. I don't think I've smelled <laughs> a frog. I've kissed no, a few. No, because most when frog hunting, you can think of a, 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 you know, a bit of red, red chiffon at the end of a hook. No, no, no. We meant business. My father meant business. And we'd go close to that lake. And then around that lake, there would be millions of frogs all clumped together into a mega orgy. Okay, was ever reproducing. It was reproduction season. So, which time of the year is this? I think it was. I, I don't. It must I be there. They're tadpoles now, a, aren't they? End of May, yeah. June. Okay. Yeah, end of yeah, May. Yeah, because my daughter's just okay. got tadpoles in the nursery. Okay. So they've just and, got and little you would take this, tails no, at the moment. Yeah, with that lump, and they were all still just enjoying themselves. They would clump, would in big. And how, big how would you kill them? Would you? Ah, that's maybe. Or would you put them in a bag so, of frogs? So that is a romantic part of it. Okay. Maybe I should pass the unromantic <laughs> yeah. part okay, of it fine. because I was also. So, as a Frenchman, it was part of my culture. Yeah, of course. No, we really uh, uh, we killed uh, killed to eat. It was not for but pleasure. But you only eat the legs. Yes, only yes. So uh, what do you do the rest of well, it? Well, maybe it's, don't it's eat that. Okay. So, so maybe Put that's it back in the ground. The, okay. <laughs> For the soil, could it make it good you know, soil? That's a bit embarrassing. Yes, it does. But it goes into manure eventually. There you go. Only in manure, and it was always done on the manure. Uh, you know, Have you got frogs near you at Le Manoir? Uh, yes, they are. They are everywhere. But we so, somehow, you know, uh, you know, you change. You no know, life change. You change. You soften up. And also, I'm a chef. Okay, I you know to kill an animal now. It would be very difficult. I remember we did a, a BBC series and I had to kill a, a rabbit. <laughs> it was very hard because uh, I'm not used to it anymore. Whereas in the past, it was normal. It was, you, know, uh, you would have a pig that uh, you would uh, feed all year round and then, then you would kill it. There was no, the French don't have any hypocrisy no. about food, mm. okay? Or neither the Italian nor, nor, nor the Spanish or the Indian or Chinese. Uh, you know, it's because they have very powerful, strong culture, and you, the killing was not really. A, it was for nourishing the whole family. There was um, something very normal, very uh, real. Whereas to me, what is less real is that uh, we buy food from millions of miles away, and, uh, you know, creating pollutions and uh, 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 often raised into terrible condition. Okay, I'm the president of the Sustainable Restaurant Association. Oh, really? in so we look at the seven and a half thousand restaurants which embrace very powerful ethic, okay, of where the food comes from, okay, what's in it, okay, about as well, well you manage waste, you manage, you manage energy, you manage water, you know, you work with your community, okay, so there's, uh, chefs are now changing. There's a big change as one of she's exciting. So are you, so are the consumer. Yeah. The consumer is much more knowledgeable, yeah. much more aware. Yeah. Ignorance is being replaced by, by knowledge and mm. that's exciting because when you are knowledgeable while well, you are empowered, okay, you make the better choices. So okay. is most of your stuff at Le Manoir locally sourced? Or you grow it yourself, we, we or do, you farm it. I was the first chef to grow a huge garden that my papa helped me. I've seen you on television Absolutely. doing it. And, and uh, it's got about 150 varieties of vegetables. We have 12 gardens at Le Manoir. 12? Wow. 12, yes. 
So oh, you're yes. like a gardener and a chef. Well, I would not. I've got too much respect for gardeners okay. to tell I'm a gardener. But, but you're I'm, interested in I horticulture. Love okay. Totally, completely. And we have done just the first, we've just finished the first gardening school in the world in any restaurant or hotel. And it is supported by the IHS, okay, uh, by amazing, uh, so by the support of the Royal Horticultural Society. Wow. And very, very soon, next year, we'll have about 50 very great gardeners, okay, where, which are seed propagators, which are arbologists, uh, which are, we have all different skills, who are wow. nursery people, who are scientists, who are, and we will come do the courses. But how do you feel, so, because people are, like you were saying, they're getting more conscious about where they're, they're more aware of where they're getting their produce. You know, there's Veganuary and people are trying to be a bit more plant-based. You can see lots of kind of restaurants yeah. and... What, was it... Did I see... that? Is it McDonald's doing a plant-based... Like, they're doing a vegan burger or so. It was Burger King. Was it Burger King? And... But do you eat a lot of meat? As, a, as I, come, I told you, I made a point, I come from a working-class family. Mm. Meat is expensive. Mm. Uh, okay. okay. Right. Uh, okay, so, so effectively, we would eat meat three times a week. Okay. And it was a treat. And fish once uh, once or twice a week. Okay. Okay. The fish was usually the fish we caught from the river. Okay. What kind of okay. fish was it? Or it would be either the little gudgeons, okay. It depends the season. Or it could be pike, or it could be bream, it could be tench, it could be according to what it is, whatever right. the season would yeah. offer. Again, all is driven by season. Because if it's seasonal, it's close to home. If it's close to home, it's got better taste, better texture. It's true. Better flavors, better colors, better nutrients. Then if it's close to home, you help your gardener, your, your farm to keep his farm, to keep his craft. The village to keep his post office, to keep his little local it's pub, mm. also to keep, the, you keep the, 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 the community together. Then you don't have to import from billions of miles away food, okay, lots of food. And of course, this food will create pollution and you double whammy, you'll have to clean up the pollution. You avoid that completely by mm. buying locally. And the most of all, the most fascinating part of local food uh, is that basically it's local and there's and seasonal, so there's plentiful now of asparagus. So your asparagus, instead of costing 10 quids a bunch, are going to cost once they're in full season, mm. they will cost half of the price. Mm. Okay, like peas, like broad beans, like and so on. So there's, it makes sense. But yet, are we embracing these values? No. Mm. Because we want it all. We still want it we all. And we come we from. We want to eat strawberries yeah, in exactly, January. Exactly. Yeah. And they are the worst. You know, so imagine the consequences of. So please don't eat strawberries during the I'm winter. guilty. They're well, not very I nice mean... eyes. Okay? <laughs> Okay. So, well, we ask everyone what their guilty pleasure is, but would yours be something out of season that you could be... Would that be your guilty pleasure? Well, first, all my pleasures will be done without guilt. Oh, yes, you did, okay, yes. To start with, okay? okay? Uh, I had the idea of feeling guilt, when, especially when you are eating. So that is one part of it. That means if I have a, two glasses of wine today instead of one, I won't feel guilty at all. Uh, if uh, I have, uh, but I would feel very aware and very, if I was eating a strawberry during the winter, I will never, and I don't like to use that word, but very rarely eat something which is out of season because it's my culture, it's my terroir, that's what mm -hmm. my parents gave me, and that's what I t teach my young people. Okay, so I very rarely uh, eat something out of season. But having said that, I love my 
I've got a number of chocolat. Oh, come but, on then, but, yeah. But the chocolat is 100% cocoa. Okay. <laughs> so there's no, no sugar. So I've got a very low salt palette. And actually, I remember, I tell you a lovely story. What do you mean a low salt palette? Yeah. Well, I tell you, because the British had a very high salt palette. Oh, you mean we like salt? The fact that we are uh, fighting as want against sugar yeah. was fought against salt many years ago. And yeah. I remember when I opened my first restaurant, when I was totally self-taught, I never cooked one minute before. And, but I received so much knowledge from my parents and from my terroir, from my home, that I knew how to cook instinctively. And I cooked, and I remember my first dishes, which I still remember how beautiful they were. And I'm sorry, it's not pres being presumptuous, they were beautiful because <laughs> there was so much love into it, so much care. It was a Jerusalem artichoke, mm. yes. which the French gave to the pig and that the English didn't eat at all. And way no. back in 77. Right. Eh? And I did a beautiful, it was a beautiful Jerusalem artichoke, most of the jus, okay? And the first asparagus, the last as Jerusalem artichoke, the first asparagus. Brings them down, brings them down, purees them, oh, puree. and, and, and cooks them down, then purees them, and remove as much moisture as possible to get as much flavor as possible. So that you sharpen with lemon juice, a couple of eggs, a milk, and a bit of cream. Oh, yeah. you know, and, 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 and then a little hammer that you butter, so you, can, you can lift this mold onto a plate, and you've got this trembling, beautiful, gorgeous looking. Uh, mousse that you put a serville jus around. She's just an emulsion of water, butter, tiny bit of butter. You don't need much, just 10 grams, that's all. Okay, with the water that you emulsify, a bit of serville, a little bit of tomato on the very, very, very top. Oh, and you have yeah. a most beautiful dish. And I did the other dish was a salad of duck. Oh, yeah. Uh, with all the skin of the duck. Uh, Smoked uh, duck? No, no, plain, plain okay. breast of duck. Yeah. Okay. Uh, slowly cooked on the skin side, so to remove all the fat. Where it takes 20 minutes. At low temperature, 40, 50 degrees, that means you don't cook the duck. You get rid of the fat, which you can use, because duck, duck fat has got at least 60% of monounsaturated fat. Yeah. It's oh. a good fat. As oh, good, good, almost fat? as good as 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 as, 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 oh. as, as, as olive oil, oh, okay, wow. or, 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 or rapeseed oil, okay. So then you cook, you then you cook it, you brown it beautifully in the oven for seven minutes, and I have this keep the skin off. You cut it thinly under the grill, and add a beautiful walnut dressing with the liver of the duck. Okay, uh, it was really beautiful. And this was like one of that your first. That was my first two dishes, and then it was a tiny kitchen. My kitchen was. Half of yours, okay? And I was doing 45 guests. And it had red, cheap red and white tablecloths, mm -hmm. okay, six or seven hand, cheap Prince of Paris on the wall. I'd cut my cockerel and I painted the feathers bleu, blanc, rouge. So you knew it was a French restaurant. Mm -hmm. You came in. I had a 1956 oven with no bottom. And that's why, and a Kenwood 1962. And that's why we won our two star Michelin. Okay, and then I wanted to see my first two guests eating my first two dishes. Ah, it was so important to me. And I was expecting a lovely couple in love. <laughs> You're Crazy. such a romantic. Crazy me, exactly, too much, too much. <laughs> and I was really disappointed because it's two striped suit, okay, because a businessman at that time had to wear a striped suit to show he was a businessman or an accountant right. or a banker. So, and they started to business. And I was there opening the door. I was two meters away from them because I was a waiter to put them just here. So I could see them. Oh, good. So I was, I was really disappointed. So my two dishes went, and these two businessmen who were talking business, 
suddenly when they saw the food and smelled the food, stop talking about business. Mm. And for maybe 10 blissful seconds, these two businessmen looked at the food and in whole, there was something lovely coming, uh, happening and they stopped talking business. But then they jumped on the salt and the pepper and oh, murdered my no. food in front of me and I wanted to kill them but I couldn't kill my first two customers. <laughs> oh God, it was a, a Marco, terrible Marco moment. Pierre White <laughs> used to not allow you to have salt well, and never. he would tell you to leave the restaurant. I would really? never will yeah, do that. Yeah, he said go. I would if never would do salt, that. I've never safe. done that in my life. No. I will never do that in my life. I think it's... Um, what for? What for? Let the guests you know choose what they want, but it didn't. It break your me. heart. Should I put uh, some food on? Yes, please. I see your mama, mama cooking. Okay? Yes. I see her cooking. Is this? Is and she I, in trouble? And, and I already know that's perfect. Oh. May I tell you why? Flip it, mum. I've not seen what's in it. Not yet. Not okay. yet. Just. Okay. <laughs> Listen no, to the master. Now, because I hear the perfect uh, sound of the simmering. No, no, the, the I do not simmering. The, the, the f- gentle frying. It's not aggressive. Yeah. That means you will have a, the juices will come out beautifully. Caramelized at the bottom beautifully. Give so much taste. If you go fast, of course, I could hear it from here. It would be. It would be aggressive and violent, and you get a lot of color, but no flavor. Whereas here, I can smell it now. Beautiful. I can see it's a mama who cooks a lot. Okay. <laughs> she is great. Absolutely. But last time we did fish, we got Ottolenghi to cook it because we had him on, and we were just like, you know what, can you just do the turbot? And he went in. So um, I think mum's trying to uh, impress you by not demanding that you go over there, but you are welcome to oh, go and I'll help her with the fish happy. if you want. Absolutely more. Absolutely. But I don't do you want to have a little check? I don't think so. Yeah, he can't help I don't himself. Think I love so. it. She doesn't sink any help. <laughs> I think it's okay. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. It's okay. very gentle. Yeah. Very gentle. I think that's uh, going to be cooked. No, a bit more. A bit more. Yeah, feel it. Feel the spring-like. Feel it, especially that one you can feel. Feel it here. Another one minute. Yeah, I think one more minute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mum. And then, what about mum, the foam? Do you need to... Oh, oh shit! The foam's gone. Oh, Fuck. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> it's all right, we've got enough. What you can do, to have a lovely jus. Yeah. Look. This is what I want to know. Put that on full. Because my mum never used stocks, ever. Yeah. She would just use water. Ah. Because all the flavour is in here. Should I put some hey, lemon on? Could I have just a little bit more butter? Yeah, butter there. So, yeah. And we're going to put 10 grams only. That's all. 10 grams. 10 grams. Okay. Okay. You have a lovely juice. I don't even know what I don't know what 10 grams are. Oh, it's roughly that. Okay. Just two little nuggets. Of, of two butter. little nuggets. Voila, très bien. Yeah. Voila, on food now. We're going to brown it so it goes hazelnut. Yeah. And yeah. then just water. And okay. you're going to create an emulsion. And all the sacs of the, of the fish, which will have been brown, the butter and the water are going to create an emulsion and you have and lemon juice and you have a lovely simple jus without having made to soak my soup but we can produce a dish in five minutes this is what I needed to know last night for dinner wild garlic and mushrooms I don't I don't want to don't yeah don't no you don't want to know where the mushrooms came from Raymond we're not going to tell you South Korea you have a beautiful essence of butter 
We are ready. It's got a lovely hazelnut flavor in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Water. yeah. Look. Yeah. Okay, Hola. just a little bit, yeah. Mum, you actually look like a professional like kitchen now. Eh, voilà. It's lovely, by the way, madam. Mum, this looks really, yeah. really Absolutely lovely. And the fish is not overcooked. It's lovely. It's so really lovely. There is some more of this sauce. I love this one. Shall, we, like shall we put our glasses together? Is French cuisine still, in your view, the best in the world? Or do you like... I mean, we... we no, I'm getting... No, I'm only teasing you a bit. But we, I have a house in Greece, which we love. And Greek food always had a very bad reputation. Not it now. was, But not yeah. now. No, it's no, fantastic. Well. Look at that little Greek... The, yeah. the Greek no. lady on MasterChef. The little Greek, the little Greek lady. Yeah. Well, she was tiny, uh, but... Irene. 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 But oh, she, she made lovely. the most beautiful beautiful food Absolutely. and they're oh, all she was really good they're all dishes we recognize like the octopus with father you know mm. how we have that and she made all the things that we recognize stuffed courgette things like that and now greek food's got a much no. better reputation um, i think um, it's true that uh, french food had a huge impact on the whole the world. cuisine okay? yeah it has been exported across the world especially in countries where there was no true culture of food. You see very little French food in India, maybe in Pondicherry, because Pondicherry was a former yeah. colony of France. You see little, in England, you can see a lot of French food in England, because there was not a food, there was not a food culture here, or not very much of a food mm. culture. So, so French food was exported across the world. Now, Definitely, there's still an enormous savoir-faire and uh, skill level at all levels, whether it's winemaking, whether it's butchery, whether it's food. But we've lost a lot. We've lost a lot, and I believe that we lost a lot. We lost the plot when we created the 35 hours a week, and I think it damaged our culture very, very much. Because how can you uh, do... To, to make bread takes six or yes. seven hours just to make bread. Cheese and certainly, uh, it's 35 hours a week damage our, our food culture. But I believe there's enough. Uh, and it's true, no, France is not the best food in the world. It's one of the best food of the world, yes. Yeah. But now, there's so many... But Look Ray at the British culture. Yeah, Raymond, do you think we've got a bit better in Britain? It's exciting. No, no. Yeah, I think it's... We're London is great. Well, even Oxford. Yeah. What is exciting first, food... The revolution on food was very much London-centric. Yeah. Not anymore. Mm. Now, no. these young chefs who can't afford to, to establish their own business in London go in the north, go sure. in the south, and there's some exciting chefs, okay, uh, like Moore Hall, Mark Berkshaw. Yeah, I've watched them all on the great British menu. Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, there's some amazing people, you know, take L'Enclume, okay, take... I mm. mean, there's so many restaurants now who have exported their knowledge beyond London. And that is exciting. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We ask everybody your desert island meal. So if you were going away and you had to eat one meal and you had a starter, a main and a pudding and a drink. Uh, there could be lots of uh, dishes. A starter, main course dessert. Yeah. A starter, I would go for crudité. Crudité uh -huh. is a beautiful French, national French dish. Of course. Which is eaten in every home in France every Sunday lunch. A vegetable. And Just it is grated uh, carrots. Uh, like remoulade, yeah. remoulade. Ah, yeah. uh, you uh, always you know, want that with the uh, orange. Beetroot, that, yeah, tomato, I love that. That's and you have this and a beautiful French dressing. Actually, one of my great dish come out of that. Actually, of a sense of tomato because I wanted to capture the heart of the tomato. And I noticed when my mom did a tomato salad, she would season it, and the salt would extract. Some of the, the juices, juices, and then you and could the mop it up. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, so I recreated a whole dish called Essence of Tomato, mm. and you must do it. And you must, either by, no, I will give you my book. Okay? You must give and me you your book. you must do that book. And uh, it's very simple. You, know, you just, uh, very sh uh, shredded tomatoes, ripe, uh, chop them up, macerate them, just a dash of vinegar, uh, a tiny bit of some basilic, a handful of basilic, Bit, bit of salt, tiny bit of salt because they put in a flavor, a bit of black mm. pepper, okay, and that and, and macerate them for about 12 hours. Oh. Then you take the Robocoupe and you press just to break them down, yeah, but don't puree them, otherwise they'll be no, red just, and uh, just the flavor, a bit of a chop, voilà. yeah. And then you pass them through a muslin cloth and hang them, and, okay, and just collect the heart. I of can do tomato. that, I've got the cloth done. It is so the juice of the tomato, it is, and have it frozen, very fresh, cool, and it's absolutely amazing. It's a uh, it's one of the great dishes of the world, which is now so given. So, what do you call it? They call it they call, in the American call it now water tomato, I call it essence of tomato. Okay. Okay. Uh, and you'd say, have really good bread to dip. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so right. Proper sourdough. Soak it up. Okay. Is so that's your starter? It's a starter. Uh, as a main course, uh, it might be a lovely big, big cheese souffle. Uh, so I nearly made that. But do you want Jesse to make his favourite thing? You must do it. I was going to make a souffle and just said, "Don't know, do that for Raymond Blanc, Mum." No, you no, must. no, no. And she would do that. And I can do that. Souffles are supposed to be really hard, no, darling. No, that's not. You it's need not to hard. demystify souffle, and I would give you that recipe. Okay. And you serve that with leek, okay? Uh, uh, no, cook leek, mm. okay? Separately, spinach and so on. Mm -hmm. um, and then as desserts, oh my God. Is it the floating island? Is it oh. the pêche au vin blanc? Is it the tarte au pomme maman blanc? Is it the apple tart maman blanc? Oh my god, I would have the three if I could. That's okay. But, uh, and then, then you could have yeah, three minis. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. three minis yeah. and then chocolate afterwards with oh, your well, coffee. Oh, yes, definitely. Yes. <laughs> so I just want And what would you have to drink? Uh, uh, wine, um, lots of water because we are on an island, okay? Yeah. Um, as wine, I would again go to my region, okay? Uh, I would take a very clean uh, uh, Montagny, okay, from Burgundy. Oh, no, 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 I would go, uh, yes, no, no, I would go for a Sauvignon. 
Savagnin is unknown grape, apart from vin That's jaune. Okay, and it's um, grown in the Jura one. Jura, it's, the mountains. It's, uh, so yeah, it's flinty. Yeah, flinty, voila, yeah. voila. A bit like cherry like It's yeah. beautiful. So where do you sleep at night, in London or in uh, I have a, a flat in London because it's um, easy, because a lot of, uh, a lot of meetings are in London. Yeah. And uh, it's very close to Maribone, it's only five minutes from Maribone. I love Maribone. So I, do. I love 40 Maribone. Minutes, uh, oh, it's fantastic. So yeah. good. Yeah. Where's your, some of your favourite spots to eat round there? Do you eat round there? Uh, Fishers. Do you ever go for a schnitzel? No, 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 no. You no, never no, go there? No, 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 no. Uh, I go uh, to the Thai, I go for Monkey Me. Okay. It's a lovely little Thai uh, restaurant, really with a whole family of Thai people. Okay. And they are beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, sorry, I'm not very good with my memory of Italian name. The Casa Becchi, which is just uh, uh, after York Street. Okay, it's just uh, again family. They own the restaurant for the last 50 years or oh more. Oh gosh, I love. So you it. love okay. a family restaurant. Yeah. Oh yes. May I tell you why? I, I am at the opera every day. Every day, I you know taste very beautiful yeah. food. So you want that simplicity. Yeah. You want that. That uh, simple, yeah, completely simple. Yeah. Whether it is Thai, uh, whether it is Indian or, or Chinese or, 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 or Japanese. Oh, you like all different. Oh, food. I love yeah. all the food of the Have world. Have you been to Jaconi? Yes, so it's, good. It's She's so yeah. lovely. I don't know which road it's on, but it's just in Marylebone, and she is so charming. The woman there, and it's delicious Asian mm. food. It's mm. kind of very interesting. Oh, and I also uh, go La Petite Maison, I go places place which are better known uh, as a, a lovely tiny little local uh, Maribone restaurant, okay. Uh, Il Brantford's, Brantford's again. I don't know tiny, tiny, uh, again, fa- Maryland, family, darling. family, family, and there, you know, I've got my best uh, aubergine parmigiane. Oh, that's and, uh, my uh, best. It's a killer, that one. It's, it's just so delicious. <laughs> but the thing is, you want to not have it as a main course, but it's so filling that you almost have to. Yes, too. No, but and, but it's so delicious. I take just one course. One you, you just one. have your aubergine parmigiane. I'm knackered, I'm knackered yeah. you know, just take one, one yeah. dish. Yeah, it is the most yeah, delicious Raymond, you have kindly, well, we kind of demanded that you did. Um, you've bought pud, um, but you haven't just bought one pudding. You've bought like a beautiful selection of um, patisseries. So can you just explain to us what we've got here? Because it's just like you've got wild strawberries on on something, which looks <laughs> delicious. Well, uh, obviously you've got the classical scone. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so that's and why you um, bought the jam? Yes, absolutely. Your yes, lovely jam, we strawberry jams. jam. Did we, bring the, did we bring the creme fraiche? Oh, that's okay. Okay. Have we got creme fraiche? Mm-hmm. I've um, got, no, I've got cream. I okay. Of course, we've got the classical lemon drizzle cake. Which okay. my husband has just stolen it's in the car. very, very moist, and we just added a bit more lemon at the moment. Gorgeous. Okay, we've got a beautiful crunchy choux. Okay, with the strawberries inside. Jessie, okay. And very cream. We've got the lemon, a beautiful lemon macarons here. Okay, and I think uh, that is melting. A beautiful, crunchy bit outside and a complete melting inside. Oh, I mean, I go to La Durée yes. for... Well, I don't go to La Durée. Yeah. I mean, when I go yeah. past the Royal Academy, I'll pop in and yeah. just pop one in my mouth because I feel like macaroons are such a perfect little... It's like a little delight yeah. in your mouth that it kind is, of... Um, you can eat loads of I them. think the mac- macaroon is still one of the great favourite. Are you, do you feel like you're a sweet or a salt person? Sweet or savoury? Um, 
Me, I love both. I really love both. But uh, now, some are more savory. I'm uh, more savory. Less meat as well. I eat much less meat. And that is a... We didn't conscious talk effort. about it. Yes, conscious. Conscious. Yeah. Uh, I think it's abnormal to eat 10 times more meat um, a week. Uh, and I think this, ve- this movement of veganism is a great movement. Mm. Why? Because, for example, to produce, uh, let's say, a kilogram of beef, you need 16,000 liters of water. Right, yeah. Water will soon be a real problem. Equally, the methane, okay, the pollution, agriculture represents about 35 to 40% of the pollution in the whole uh, green gas effects. So I think it's quite important that we eat differently. Equally, I think it's unhealthy just mm. to eat, mm. eat twice a day meat. Uh, and a bad balance. So I love to have a balance of uh, uh, vegetables. And at evening, I will very easily you know, eat a big, big casserole of broad beans with a bit of olive oil and parmesan. And I'm very happy. But I think today's world, so, so veganism is not a trend. It's not a, a fashion item. Mm-hmm. It is real. Yeah. We need to eat differently. Yes. And it's exciting for chefs. Yeah, to, well, to be able to, to, to reconnect with creativity and look at vegetables differently, not as a garnish, but an exciting yes. Yes, uh, dish of its own. I'm hopeless. When we, when, when we have vegans on, I want to hide under the yeah. table because I don't know what to do. I saw that you were, you were your friend, uh, Sabrina... Um, yeah, Gabo. Uh, yeah, she's got the... She did... Um, your Persiana. Oh, and now wow. she's got a new book out called Bazaar, which is yeah, Bazaar, plant-based. Yeah, yeah, plant-based yeah, yeah. Um, Lovely. She's a, a great cook. Um, Sabrina is a wonderful cook. So I'm so... I went to her opening. Yeah. Because she's brilliant. She's a kind person. She's a great chef, I great mean, cook. Yeah, flavour. Okay, and she understands vegetables. Yeah, well, yeah. I feel like that's going to be a good absolutely, book. Yeah. It's a plant-based yeah, absolutely, recipe yeah. book. Absolutely, yes. Great. Yeah, actually, I've got two books coming up. Oh it? yeah, go on then. One of them is one uh, of them plant based. No, no, one one of them is. Um, I wanted to write a book about orchids, oh, and lovely. how everyone should have a tree, a beautiful tree, on their house. I think this is such and, a good idea. And uh, this uh, manoir orchard is just divine because you've got two and a half thousand trees of all the old heritage varieties of British that we have lost. And we could reinvent if we, as consumer, we start to eat more local, local, local food. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> He's, you're voilà. pressing down. Sorry, the pause voilà. is because you're helping yeah. Mark push yeah. the yeah. Absolutely. coffee down. Okay. Uh, 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 so, so, and that we, we could reinvent all these orchards so they color again all of our communities from south to north. Because we've lost them and we need to reinvent them. So all the, I've got about 250 varieties of different heritage varieties, wow. which used to belong to every community across Great Britain. So it's lovely. And then I've got a French orchard, okay, with my peaches and my mirabelle and uh, uh, my nephle and uh, my cherries and uh, etc. I'm mum. This is making me think so that I must... should have done. I, well, I, so I think well, you need to move, mum. No, but okay. Garden. So, so Raymond, Live maybe maybe this is too much information for you. But I had my baby at home, um, and we kept the placenta. And sorry, we're about to have pudding. Um, and I said, oh, what do... And they were like, do you want to keep it? And I was like, I don't know, really. And they were like, 
I said, oh, what am I going to do with it? Because people make them into um, pills that you can, because it's all these kind of good hormones, whatever. This is what they say. And the, my midwife said, oh, I planted mine in my garden. It's really good for the soil. And I put, um, planted an apple tree. And it's grown and it's been a beautiful apple tree. And so we were no, like, we're oh, not. that's so romantic. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. We didn't do an apple. I should have done, we couldn't do an apple tree because where we had the space, we it would have it's basically knocked our, our house over. But I'm feeling like maybe I should have planted an apricot tree. Yes. But that, that, with book, my placenta. that little book will tell you, with your placenta, to grow not just an apple tree, but an, a best tree for baking, uh, best apple for baking, Best apple for stewing. Okay. And so this is best apple for tarte mamo blanc. Best apple for tarte tatin. Okay. And they all have different mm. qualities, no? Which creates different eating qualities and cooking qualities as okay. well. So it's a lovely little book, which is lovely. Uh, and it will also Fun. invite you to plant a tree on the southern wall, okay, of your house, okay. Or your flat as well. I love yeah, this. Beautiful. Thank you so much Thank for being on Table Manners and, teach, and teaching us so much. Yeah, I've learnt so much. Emulsion. I should have done that last night <laughs> yeah. with my bloody And remember, brain. water. Eh? Water with butter. So, of butter. so if you make, can you make cacio pepe? That, um, that's my next, you know, cacio pepe. No. The Italian. Yeah, the Italian. It's parmesan, parmesan and pepper. And pepper. And you have to put water in to make the it's emulsion. It's a pasta dish. Yeah. It's a pasta dish. You use the olive oil. You mm-hmm. put olive oil. Use the pasta water, I think. Use the pasta water and you use olive oil. And you make an emulsion mm-hmm. and then you grate the cheese in. And the water is crucial. Yeah, but the parmesan as well. Yeah, parmesan the parmesan and the, the liaison, yeah, yeah. The, the, the whole thing, but yeah. to make the emulsion. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you'd know how to make no, it. No, 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 but, but, uh, Yeah, but he's, he must have yeah, eaten cacio pepe. Okay, I'm sorry. I think you did. Lenny, I, I do apologize. <laughs> I do not know everything. You make Lenny sound so exotic. Yeah, Lenny. Yeah. Um, but no, thank you so much. You've been, I mean, this has just been such a pleasure to listen to your stories. And Jesse in French. Merci beaucoup. Thank you for thank your welcome. You so and your lovely cooking, Lenny. Uh, uh, you're a great cook. Uh, I know, but I know it instinctively. A great cook at home. I didn't say great cook okay. at Lemano, okay? No, that would take a few more steps. Okay, <laughs> okay. And, and I don't know if you are flexible enough to take too much teaching. So, a simple interview <laughs> process. So, basically, you will not you, be his new apprentice. You are more likely the master than the apprentice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Raymond. Le très bon, très intelligent. Absolument. Absolument. I feel like I can speak in French now, always. I think, isn't that offensive doing that? Okay, I won't. Yeah, don't do that. Um, well, I started the day really well with a bloody Huel bloody protein shake, and I finished it terribly with 10,000 different desserts that may look little, but... Little pickers where beginner kids. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, anyway, that was really delicious, that dessert. I loved yeah. it. And your fish was great. Cooked to was perfection. it good? He said he could tell I was a good cook. Then he said he could tell that I wouldn't take any instruction. He also said that, yeah, you're not allowed in his kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm very glad that I now... Oh, this is the second chef that's talked about the brilliance of water. 
remember? Yeah, Tom, and Tom Kerridge. It's emulsifying. I'm going to stop putting water in everything. Thank you so much, Raymond Blanc, for coming over and bringing such treats. And uh, gonna, I'm going to forgive you, Raymond, for being half an hour late. Because I believe that you were going past your um, patisserie to pick up the treats for us. I think he was. And the little teddies. I know, sweet little teddies. With little chef's hats on. Merci, Raymond. Cher Raymond Blanc. Chef patron. De manoir aux quatre saisons. You said that in the intro, though. Dolly, I'm saying it again. Show off my French. You can say other shit. If you're enjoying Table Manners you've reached the end of this podcast please give us a rating on um bigger than your uber rating darling your uber rating your your uber rating um yeah bigger than my uber rating we want five stars and it would be lovely if you can spread the word and oh actually i'd love to say thank you so much to the webbies the webbies are a american digital broadcasting awards it's pretty prestigious and we are very lucky to have got on the honorees list for best podcast so we didn't make it to the nominations but we were kind of like the runners up which apparently is really big deal good um you know the people that are in the nominations are um podcasts like serial so we feel really touched to have even been considered amongst Do you think they're listening to like us that. in america yes they're listening to my voice in america yes no. wow it reverberates around the world. you've listened to on table manners is by peter duffy and pete fraser and table manners is edited by the wonderful alice williams imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with bowl and branches organic cotton sheets in a recent customer survey 96 percent replied that bowl and branch sheets get softer with every wash Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.